Uw expressed by the hosts are their own and does not imply an endorsement of any entity they represent. Will you just flip it? Hello Garbos and welcome to the very 18th episode. Uh, as usual, Ewan and via phone call because Patrick's at work is Patrick. So I <laughs> have had a couple of days off because I injured myself on the weekend at my son's birthday party. So because I'm off today, I thought we will do an episode. Uh, Patrick's working, so you'll hear his blinkers and you'll hear him swearing at all the cust- at everyone in the world because they're all idiots. And for everyone playing along at home, if you're thinking that he injured himself at a trampoline park, he's lying. He did it because he was looking at all the yummy mummies and he was sort of, you know, doing a few moves in front of them to try and garner their uh, garner their critiques that didn't really work, did it? No, there wasn't any good-looking ones there. There was a chick with massive knocks. Like, they were huge. But, yeah, no. Nah, it was... Um, you're choosing the safe option here by saying that the only yummy mummy was your wife. Yes, but no, I was very disappointed that there was not um, more talent there. So I had to um, uh, summon my inner seven-year-old. And, um, yeah, when you're 40, you don't bounce as well. And when you're as fat as I am, <laughs> it hurts when you You really bounce. don't bounce as well. Yes. So the episode today is from making wine to managing mine waste. Clay is important for many industries. And why would you think that I would talk about clay? Because clay is also a major um, use in the waste industry as well. Here we are, episode 18, and we're talking about glorified dirt. Yes, Yes, and this article is pretty interesting. So, the discovery use of clays date back to 30,000 years ago, making clays one of the oldest materials used in society. Clays are naturally occurring materials that were first used to make pottery and now used abundantly in the manufacturing of goods, including ceramics, cosmetics and building materials. Clays also play an important role in the terraria. The features a wine develops based on where the grapes are grown. Clay has unique properties that is useful in industries ranging from manufacturing to construction, but these properties can also pose a challenge in managing mine waste. Clays and clay minerals are tiny particles with a unique plate-like structure less than 2 microns in size. The small size of clay materials and their distinct structure gives them unique properties and different types of clay materials can exhibit diverse characteristics. So the properties of clay, there are four main groups of clay material. Kaolite, kaolinonite, illite, vermiculite, and semectite. They're really good words to say. Uh, it's, it's funny because you think about it like I, that when you're saying about this now, I'm actually thinking about, you know, and this is probably not really 
um, Garbo wish to talk about, but I'm going to say it anyway. I've used, um, <laughs> when I was a little bit younger, I had really, really bad skin, which I inherited from my mother, and I've used a lot of clay products on my skin, and they are really good at absorbing oil. And I was actually just thinking about it as you were sort of reading all that, thinking, hey, actually, that makes a lot of sense that you could, I never thought about it in a commercial sense or as in like a, a commercial or a waste environment, but clay is actually really amazing at absorbing lots of things. So I've never actually thought about it like that. Well, I always thought clay was a repellent, um, but absorbing, yeah, that would make sense. Um, Absorb? Uh, what did you say, a repellent? Yeah, like a like my understanding of when you like you say you're digging a hole, you go through dirt and you hit clay, and the clay keeps the water above the clay barrier. With oh yeah, sorry. I- Thought you were talking about something completely different. No, so when you line the tip, you line it in clay, and the clay is what stops the leachate from going down. Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's. I don't think it's like completely. Which they, why they use those geo um, membranes now. I don't think it's completely impervious to liquid, but it certainly is. Like I know when my uncle had a. A dam constructed at their property. This is quite a few years ago. They had to truck in clay yeah. to make the dam. You know, again, dams are not completely waterproof or whatever you want to call it. But yeah, thinking about it now, they did. They they trucked in um like they trucked in quite a lot of clay to line the dam with before they filled it and then put all the fish in there and everything like that. So yeah, but yeah, I've. I watched a um I watched a thing the other day, a uh, bloke built a dam on like for his ducks and it froze over like this was in America it froze over and then when it um, melted it filled up but then the next year it drained um, so they used some type of chemical to turn the dirt into clay to seal the dam for the ducks. There you go. Uh, so, tight clays, for example, have the greatest ability to swell, often expanding several times their initial volume. Bentonite clay, a smesotite, can swell up to 18 times its initial volume by taking water into its interlayer, the distance between two layers of clays. This property makes it useful as a spill absorbent, but also means that it's very difficult to remove water from clay in dewatering processes, as in the case of mine waste management. I wonder if the clay, those spill kits that we have, has clay in it. In contrast, kaolin or china clay does not swell and has low permeability, making it preferable for production for producing porcelain or improving the printability of paper. Clay also develops clays also develop plasticity when wet, giving them the ability to stretch without breaking or tearing, a critical property for pottery sculpturing. The dryness and firing process cause the water molecules to escape from between the clay sheets, 
and irreversibly changing the chemical structures of the clays, turning the piece into hard and long-lasting pottery piece. I've never thought about it, like the stretching thing, but yeah, that was the only, that was the only, now, now I'm going to show my, my, my man character here and my hate for all things liberal, and I don't mean the liberal party, but I hated art. I hated art class with an absolute passion. I used to challenge the teacher all the time. The only thing I used to like in art was when we did clay. That's it. That was the only thing that I enjoyed doing in art class for the entirety of my schooling years. That's because you liked making giant phalluses. No, <laughs> just because it was something that I could do that had a practical aspect because, you know, painting is not practical. It's not a life skill. Um, hello, hello, Mr. Banker. I would like to buy a house. Can I paint you a picture to pay for that? Well, uh, no. Well, it is if you're dead. Like, if you paint nudes all over a roof and then die 500 years later, all your grandchildren will gain from yeah, your... That's quite a bit different, I think. (laughs) (laughs) So clay and wine. Vineyard owners use their knowledge of clay content in the soil to help them make decisions about planting and irrigation so that they can improve the quality of the wine they produce. The soil composition in vineyards influences the drainage levels and the uptake of minerals and nutrients for the roots. Sandy soils are a great... For drainage and clays which have net negative charge help retain positively charged nutrients including calcium, magnesium and potassium. Clays also hold water quite well which can be helpful in dry climates to keep the soil cooler and wetter. Certain vine varieties... Uh, piss off Norton, Ganel. Produce the best results in a particular soil type. For example, clays, clay soils tend to produce bold and muscular red wines like Sangiovese and Merlot and white wines like Chardonnay. Don't you mean Chardonnay and Merlot? Well, this Sangiovese, I've never heard of that. S-A-N-G-I-O-V-S-E. I've never heard of that one before. Savignon, is it? Savignon? Uh, don't know. Anyway, clay in mine waste. While clays can be valuable materials in certain industrial processes, they can also cause problems in mine waste management. For example, oil sand tailings produced from the surface of mining of oil sands consists of a mixture of water, sand, fine particle, clays, and residential bitumen. These tailings are stored in pond where heavier sands settle quickly to the bottom and the fine particles and clays remain suspended. The water-loving nature of clays means that a lot of water is trapped in the tailings, making consolidation and subsequent reclamation very challenging. As of 2018, there are more than 1.2 trillion litres of fluid tailings accumulated in these ponds in Alberta. These fluid tailings problem is not exclusive to oil sands as all forms of mining such as copper, potash and diamond produce tailings. As of the global production of minerals and metals continue to rise, so does the production of tailings. Clay measurement 
methods will become increasingly important to monitor and optimise Talion's management strategies. So when I was in the mines, if you wanted something that disappeared, it went in the Talion's dam because, oh, I don't think it ever happened at my place or the place that I worked at, but I have heard of stories where there was blokes who needed their cars to disappear and those cars ended up in tailings dams. That's the same as, you know, from the, the past times that if people wanted their cars to disappear, we could make them disappear at the landfill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for, the so, right, for the right price. Yeah, because, um, well, there's actually been a lot of deaths with tailings dams. Um, I know in Australia... Um, people have driven cars out, dozers, and once that service cracks, they do not come back out. Sorry, you'll have to um, keep talking for a minute on your own because I need to um, open the gate. Well, that blinker is really, really annoying. Yeah, well, I can't help it. I'm going to block the whole road while I open this gate. Everyone knows how that works in this industry? Hold on. Treatment methods. Many tailing treatment solutions modify clay properties to accelerate dewatering and consolidation. So understanding the clays present is critical for any treatment methods to work. Clays can be characterised based on particle size, mineral type, surface area, citation, exchange capacity, plasticity and flow behaviour. In a laboratory setting used in the oil sand industry for decades, methylene blue dye can help determine some of these important properties. The Northern Alberta Institute of Technology and its partners are developing an automated clay analyzer based on the methylene blue index method that would make it possible for infield clay measurement. This would optimise treatment processes, translating to cost savings and faster reclamation of the tailing ponds. From helping to create reclamable tailings to producing a bottle of quadrilene wine, advances in clay measurement can bring many economic and environmental benefits. So, so am, I, am I understanding that the problem with these tailings, like lakes or whatever you want to call them, is that their stuff in them is really, really toxic. Is that? Um, I don't think it's toxic. Um, so I don't know anything about the oil sands. Um, my very, very limited um, understanding of oil sand mining is it's like sand with oil mixed in the sand. So when they process it, the sand goes into the tailings, um, like which is like a, a the byproduct of the harvesting of the of the product. Um, I only know I only know about coal tailings, which is basically you you dig the coal up. It goes into the wash plant, it gets washed, and then the tailings that come out is less grade coal slash rocks. 
So it's black rocks, but it's not good enough quality to burn in a furnace at a at a power station or steelworks or something like that. So that's my understanding of it. Um, the oil sands, I assume, is the byproduct is the sand, so they must wash the oil off the sand particles, and then the sand particles is the byproduct of the washing process. Um, yeah. So with um, copper in that, like copper, I think it's copper. One of the metals, they actually need, um, I think it's arsenic. Arsenic is what uh, removes the metal from the dirt. And if you go, like if you fly into Western Australia, which I haven't done for 10 years... Um, None of us will be doing for the next 25 years. <laughs> Sorry to any listeners that we have in WA, but you're about to become your own country. <laughs> so um, I think it's about an hour or two out of uh, the airport. You can look down and you can see, I think they're like, they're like an aqua blue dams and I think they're arsenic dams, which is what they use to get rid of the copper off the, 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 the dirt or something. So tailings um, is the byproduct of extracting um, the raw product from the dirt. Okay, so it's not it's not in it's in itself like toxic or anything. Okay, I thought I, I misunderstood that a little bit. No, so a lot of mines, what they're doing now is well, I don't think they're doing it now because the the price shit itself. But a lot of them were going back into the tailings dams and were starting to remine the tailings dams because the coal extraction process... Yeah, so... Yeah, so the extraction process, like, 20 years ago wasn't as good as it is now. Like, um... Just, like, I remember going into the washery that we had... And they brought these new cones or something. No, no, it was a, it was a, um, a conveyor belt, like a flat conveyor belt. And the real fine, the real fine coal, it went under this conveyor belt, and they laid it out like it was a big, um, oh, what are those fruit roll-ups? Like it, and it just, it was just this black mat. Um, and it went in one side sludge, and then at the other side, it come out um, like it stuck together, like you could pick it up and it was crystals. Um, yeah. And that was this fine extraction of the coal, which 20 years ago you couldn't get, like that just went into the tailings dam. So when the price was up. You have to go? Righto. Bye-bye. So 
we'll cut it short because Patrick had to go. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was a little bit short compared to what it normally is. Um, hit us up on Instagram. Uh, hit us up at justflipit at gmail.com.au. Let us know if you like it. Let us know if you like this type of content. And if you do like it, I will endeavour to bring more. Um, I think it's very interesting. Please let me know if you don't think it's interesting and we won't do it anymore. But thanks for listening. And sorry about the blinker.